Today on Thriller Vaults, the true story of a man who changed the world forever. It's June 28, 1914, Sarajevo, Bosnia. Sarajevo was alive with the exuberance of a carnival. Vibrant colours and a cacophony of sounds flooded the city. Streamers and banners in crimson and gold fluttered from lampposts and balconies. Yet, amid this carnival atmosphere, stood several men with different intentions entirely. One of these men was 19-year-old Gavrilo Princip, and Princip was about to change the world forever. Threading their way through the carnival, these men, all members of a secret society known as the Black Hand, took strategic positions along the road between Sarajevo train station and the town hall. Although each of the men looked to be working alone, spaced at intervals along the road, they had a singular goal in mind. Murder. At 10am, the target of their plot alighted at the train station, stepping onto the platform amid the expectant crowds. The heir to the throne of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, was a military figure of stature and royal bearing. Clad in his regal uniform, he was the embodiment of the empire's power and a symbol of its control, everything that Princip and his comrades were against. Fierce nationalists, the Black Hand's goal was simple. Sever the chains of Austro-Hungarian rule over Bosnia and usher in a new era of Slavic independence. The weapons they held stashed beneath their coats were supplied by the Serbs, who also wanted Bosnia to be free from Austro-Hungarian control. To the men of the Black Hand, the Archduke represented the enemy and the empire they despised. He was the embodiment of the regime that controlled their country. A few minutes later, the Archduke Franz Ferdinand and his wife Duchess Sophie made their way to their open-top car. They climbed in and prepared to parade through the streets en route to the town hall. A grand fate had been arranged in their honour, complete with sumptuous banquets and speeches. The royal couple, perhaps touched by the display of enthusiasm, acknowledged their subjects with gracious waves. There was a distinct air of merriment about them, swept up in the pomp and splendour that had been meticulously orchestrated for the day's events. However, no one noticed that within the crowd, not everyone was waving and cheering with the same fervour. With the throngs of revellers unwittingly providing a cover, Princip and his comrades waited for their moment. The motorcade rolled onto Apple Quay, the street that runs beside the Majaka River. To this day, this remains one of the most picturesque areas of the city, with the old city on the left and the hills rising steeply to the right. It's also the perfect place for an ambush. As the motorcade slowed for an intersection, a member of the Black Hand took his chance. He stepped out from the shadows and without a second thought, threw a bomb at the Archduke's car. For what seemed like an eternity, nothing happened. The would-be assassin's heart sank with the dread of failure. Then, with a deafening roar, the device detonated, unleashing a fury of shrapnel and smoke. The celebration erupted into bedlam. The air was torn by a whirlwind of screams. The blast, a monstrous clap, sent shockwaves radiating through the throng. Men and women and children fled in every direction. The Archduke's security forces sprang into action, their training took over and they scrambled to establish a perimeter around the chaos. 
their primary objective, of course, to protect the Archduke. As smoke drifted through the air, a strong and steady voice shouted for calm. Recognising the voice, people paid attention. The Archduke was alive. The smoke drifted away and the severity of the situation became evident. Whilst the Archduke's vehicle had been spared, the bomb had rolled underneath the car behind. Twenty people lay dead and many more were injured, crying out in agony. The Archduke's driver hit the gas and accelerated away, weaving through the crowds and reaching the town hall in safety. With the Archduke and Duchess now cowering in the back of the car, they made it past the rest of the members of the Black Hand. Seeing the car pass without the Archduke, the Black Hand now believed that the assassination attempt must have already been successful. However, once inside the town hall, the Archduke was distraught that his visit had caused so much chaos. He insisted at once that they must go and check on the wounded men and women in hospital. Less than an hour later, the motorcade started moving again, but this time with the urgency of a rescue. They drove back along the same road on which they'd survived the assassination attempt just a while before. However, due to a fateful miscommunication, the driver of the Archduke's car turned into a side street, Franz Joseph Street, mistakenly taking the route that had originally been planned before the day's earlier bombing attempt. Realising his mistake, the driver hit the brakes and tried to turn the car around. A few feet away, still standing amid the crowd, is Gavrilo Princip. Princip blinks several times, thinking his eyes are playing tricks on him. He saw the explosion tear through the motorcade from a hundred feet away. The Archduke should be dead, but there he is, sitting in the car. Princip swallows hard and steadies his nerve. Although young, Princip knows that this is an opportunity not to be turned down. The Archduke's driver struggles with the gears, attempting to pull the car back out onto the main road. The engine clunks and groans, coughing out clouds of exhaust fumes. Princip pushes through the crowd towards the car. He shoves women and children aside, then slipped a pistol from beneath his jacket. Unaware of the threat, the driver engages reverse and the car chugs backwards, even closer to Princip's position. Now, just three feet away, his pulse racing like a steam engine, Princip raises the gun. The world slows, the whole city misses a beat. Princip locks eyes with the Archduke. Although Princip doesn't know it, what he's about to do will set off a chain reaction. From the heart of Sarajevo, the reverberations of his actions will echo across the world. Empires and monarchies which have stood for hundreds of years will crumble, maps will be redrawn, and a war will end the lives of tens of millions of people. But as Princip takes aim, he doesn't know this. Princip just sees a man who embodies everything he stands against. Princip squeezes the trigger, two shots ring out, one slams through the Duchess's stomach and the other through the Archduke's neck. The fate of the world is now sealed and things will never be the same again. Thank you for tuning in to Thriller Vault today. I'm Luke Richardson, as you may know or may not know. <laughs> I wrote this short true story based on the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which has always been one of those parts of history that's fascinated me, set in a place called Sarajevo, the capital of Bosnia-Herzegovina now. Uh, visited there a few years ago and it really is a fascinating city, both because of that 
that that happened in the you know over a hundred years ago and all of the things that have happened since it makes a fascinating place to visit thank you so much for tuning in today i've enjoyed this i hope you have as well make sure you like and subscribe or like this video comment on this video tell us where you are and please subscribe to the channel too for all of my writing it's lukerichardsonauthor.com and i hope to see you again soon